Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about a new blood test that could revolutionize bipolar diagnoses, how music could help knock out pain, and how a changing climate is changing puffins. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. By some estimates, nearly 16 million people around the globe suffer from some form of bipolar disorder. That's around 2% of the global population. And that is a big deal because it can be incredibly disruptive for the everyday life of those who struggle with it. I think we have talked a bit about bipolar disorders in the past, but I didn't realize it was so prevalent. But refresh my memory, what exactly is bipolar disorder? So bipolar disorder is a mental health condition where someone experiences extreme mood swings. I mean, like everybody goes through highs and lows. But for someone with bipolar disorder, the highs are manic and the lows can feel like the worst kind of depressive disorder. So think hopelessness, a total lack of energy or motivation, and you sort of get the idea. But the, you know, the manic episodes also aren't very good, right? No, no, this isn't your typical good mood kind of feeling. The manic episodes can lead to hyperactivity and inflated self-esteem, which can lead to poor decision-making. And you can often find people who suffer from bipolar disorder going for long periods without sleep during a manic episode. All of this, to me, sounds incredibly disruptive. It is. And what's worse is it's pretty hard to diagnose. Usually, people will only see their doctor or seek help when they're having a depressive episode, which can mean a diagnosis of a depressive disorder, instead of an accurate diagnosis of bipolar. Here's the problem. The medication for depressive disorder can actually trigger the manic episodes. Ooh, so in this case, the wrong diagnosis can make the problem worse. Just so much worse. All right, so how is bipolar disorder diagnosed correctly? Usually, it's diagnosed using a combination of tools, from medical histories to family histories of mood disorders, uh, physical and mental exams, and mental health assessments. These are all tools that can be used. It can be time-consuming, which, you know, can make people less eager to go through all those tests. So is there a new method of diagnosis that doesn't require all of these different methodologies? Yeah, there actually is. Uh, Researchers at the University of Cambridge have developed a new method that could not only cut diagnosis time dramatically, it could open up pathways to new drugs and better treatments for bipolar disorder. And it's as simple as getting an easy little blood test. But bipolar disorder affects mental health. You mean to say that this disorder can be detected in the blood? I know. I was surprised too. But that's the thing. Most research of mental and emotional disorders focuses on mental health assessments and behavioral observations and self-reporting. But the researchers in this study are quick to point out that mental illness has a biological foundation. It's not just in someone's mind, and understanding that can not only help with the diagnosis, but can help remove the stigma of these disorders. All right, so how does this blood test work? Okay, that's a great question. They analyzed blood samples from around 1,000 participants who had completed a comprehensive online mental health assessment. They were looking for biomarkers that could signify bipolar disorder, and they found them. So the same way you can test for something like, say, cancer, you can test for bipolar disorder? 
That seems like a huge breakthrough. It really could be. But while the biomarker was a pretty significant signal for bipolar disorder, this still wasn't a sure thing. When it gets really good is when they use these blood tests in conjunction with some of the more traditional diagnostic tests. But the really big deal here is how this could lead the way to other biological tests for different mental health disorders. Plus, if you have new data on the biological markers of certain disorders, maybe you could develop new drugs that come at the disorders from a new direction. Exactly. And any advancement that could potentially help millions of people get their lives back is a win in my book. A new study has found a potentially new and novel way to reduce pain, and the findings sound moving and a touch bittersweet. Okay, I've heard of the results of studies being mind-blowing, revolutionary, breakthrough, game-changing— I've never heard of bittersweet. What on earth is this new pain reliever? Is it like eating chocolate chips? (laughs) Not quite. This study looked at the effect of listening to music on pain relief and found that moving bittersweet music was particularly effective. It turns out past studies have long shown that music has a hypoalgesic effect on folks. That is, it can reduce pain. But the mechanisms behind this effect aren't really understood. Like, does all music reduce pain or just some? I mean, I'm sure relaxing classical music is going to have a different effect than, like, I don't know, metal or screamo. (laughs) Hilariously, that's kind of what the research team wanted to know. What is the difference, especially when it comes to pain relief? So they enlisted 63 people, both male and female, with an average age of around 21 years. Okay, did they all suffer from chronic pain or something? No, the researchers this time inflicted pain upon them. Okay. At first, I thought this sounded like a fun study to be a part of, just like listening to music to chill out. But, I mean, is inflicting pain on study participants, is that, that's not ethical, is it? Well, the pain wasn't all that bad. It was basically a mild (laughs) heat sensation. Definitely nothing life-altering. And while they were exposed to that sensation, they listened to different types of music. Like what types? Well, there's a few different types. They had moving and bittersweet, calming or relaxing happy or cheerful, and then they had like energizing or activating. But one of the most important things is that there were only two primary categories of music. Music selected by the researchers and music that the participants chose. I would guess that people felt better when they listened to the music they chose and that they already loved. You are actually exactly right. The participants' favorite music was far more effective at reducing the unpleasantness of pain compared to the music chosen by the researchers. But beyond that, they also found that the moving bittersweet music was especially effective at pain reduction. I would think that relaxing, calming music would have more of an effect. What is it about the bittersweet music that helps us deal with pain? They can't be totally certain, but they think it has something to do with what they call musical chills. Okay, I have never heard that phrase before, but I know exactly what it means. (laughs) Right. We've all felt the goosebumps that come with the sounds of, you know, our most favorite moving song. So they think it's that heightened sense of emotion that helps us also manage the sensation of pain. Perhaps the musical chill is also triggering the emotional pathways involved in coping with unpleasant sensations. So does this mean that we can eventually see music as a treatment for pain management? Maybe. But researchers also note that this study focused on a very specific type of discomfort. So they need to do more research to both figure out what is going on exactly and how best to apply music to pain therapy. Well, even if it turns out it doesn't reduce pain, at least we know that listening to our favorite music can't hurt. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Scientists have grappled with how our changing climate is changing our world in other surprising ways. Our forests are more prone to fires. Hurricanes are stronger. Rains are heavier. Deserts are more arid. And a new study has found that climate change has also changed the puffin. Puffins, the cute Arctic birds with the sweet round face and bright orange beaks. (laughs) Yes, they've been called the clowns of the sea and sea parrots. And this study has found that they are ripe for changes due to their changing habitats. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before you fret too much, let's talk a little bit about puffins because this news is both good and bad. So about 40,000 years ago or so, two puffin subspecies diverged from a common ancestor. One subspecies was a high Arctic, large-bodied variety, and the other was a smaller puffin that roamed closer to temperate climates. Okay, one subspecies headed north and the other headed for warmer pastures. Exactly. But there's a population of these little guys in Norway that seem to be a bit of a mixture of the two subspecies. It's a hybrid. Hybrids happen all the time, right? Well, yeah, sure. But this research team had some questions, like when did this hybrid show up and why? I'm trying to figure out how they'd go about testing that, but I got nothing. Like, do any of these puffins carry around a copy of their family tree? I mean, kinda? What now? (laughs) Okay, well, if you think about it, we all carry our family trees in our genes. Uh, Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. Using sequenced genomes from 122-year-old puffin specimens and other data, they were able to pinpoint the emergence of this hybrid puffin in Norway, and it happened a lot more recently than they thought. It appeared as recently as six generations ago. Oh, so a whole new subspecies just appeared? Yeah, and that's where they think climate change comes into play. While they're not entirely certain that changing ecosystems cause the two subspecies to hook up, they think it's likely that the northern subspecies was faced with food scarcity and changing habitats and made its way south where it met its long-lost cousin in Norway. So you mentioned this is both a good thing and a bad thing. I'm guessing the good thing has to do with the puffin's ability to adapt to a changing world. That is exactly right. Rather than stay and face starvation, they migrated and adapted. Okay, so what's the bad news? When two subspecies become one, they lose genetic diversity, which will eventually limit their adaptive potential in the future. Right. Genetic diversity is essential for species to thrive. Yep. Genetically speaking, if you put all of your eggs into one species basket, it becomes less able to cope with disease, starvation, and changing ecosystems. So these puffins are adapting, but not necessarily in a way that will lead them to long-term success. That's exactly it. And that's why genomic studies like this are so important. The more we know about the changes taking place in at-risk species, the more we know how to help. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. Researchers at the University of Cambridge have developed an innovative approach to diagnosing bipolar disorder, combining a blood test and online psychiatric assessment to accurately identify the condition, a breakthrough that could significantly reduce misdiagnoses and improve treatment. This method is capable of distinguishing bipolar disorder from major depressive disorder and has the potential to revolutionize mental health diagnosis and treatment, offering hope to millions worldwide. A new study revealed that people's favorite music, especially music with emotionally moving or bittersweet themes, significantly reduces the unpleasantness of pain, underscoring the powerful interplay between music-induced emotions like pleasure and chills and pain perception. This groundbreaking insight paves the way for harnessing our favorite tunes in therapeutic pain management strategies. 
Researchers have used whole genome sequencing of both living and 122-year-old Atlantic puffin specimens to uncover the recent hybridization of two subspecies in Norway. This phenomenon is driven by unprecedented southward puffin migration due to rapid Arctic warming. This groundbreaking study reveals significant genetic diversity loss and offers a striking glimpse at how climate change is reshaping Arctic ecosystems. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.